0: Section thirty of A Treatise on Good Works. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by K. Hand. A Treatise on Good Works by Martin Luther. Translated by Johann Michael Rieu. Fourth Commandment. Subsections nineteen through twenty one. Nineteen. On the other hand, the masters and mistresses should not rule their servants, maids, and workingmen roughly, not look to all things too closely, occasionally overlook something, and for peace's sake make allowances. For it is not possible that everything be done perfectly at all times among any class of men, as long as we live on earth in imperfection. Of this, St. Paul says, Colossians chapter 4, masters do unto your servants that which is just and equal knowing that ye also have a master in heaven therefore as the masters do not wish god to deal too sharply with them but that many things be overlooked through grace they also should be so much the more gentle toward their servants and overlook some things and yet have a care that the servants do right and learn to fear god but see now what good works a householder and a mistress can do how finally god offers us all good works so near at hand so manifold so continuously that we have no need of asking after good works and might well forget the other showy far-off invented works of men such as making pilgrimages building churches seeking indulgence and the like here i ought naturally also to say how a wife ought to be obedient subject to her husband as to her superior give way to him keep silent and give up to him Where it is a matter not contrary to god's commands on the other hand the husband should love his wife overlook a little and not deal strictly with her of which matters saint peter and saint paul have said much but this has its place in the further explanation of the ten commandments and is easily inferred from these passages 20. but all that has been said of these works is included in these two obedience and considerateness obedience is the duty of subjects considerateness that of masters that they take care to rule their subjects well deal kindly with them and do everything whereby they may benefit and help them that is their way to heaven and these are the best works they can do on earth with these they are more acceptable to God than if without these they did nothing but miracles so says st. Paul Romans chapter 12 he that ruleth let him do it with diligence as who should say let him not allow himself to be led astray by what other people or classes of people do let him not look to this work or to that whether it be splendid or obscure but let him look to his own position and think only how he may benefit those who are subject to him by this let him stand nor let himself be torn from it although heaven stood open before him nor be driven from it although hell were chasing him this is the right road that leads him to heaven oh if a man were so to regard himself and his position and attended to its duties alone how rich in good works would he be in a short time so quietly and secretly that no one would notice it except god alone but now we let all this go and one runs to the carthusians another to this place a third to that just as if good works and god's commandments had been thrown into corners and hidden Although it is written in Proverbs chapter 1 that Divine Wisdom crieth out her commandments publicly in the streets, in the midst of the people, and in the gates of the cities, which means that they are present in profusion in all places, in all stations of life, and at all times, and we do not see them, but in our blindness look for them elsewhere. This Christ declared, Matthew chapter 24, If they shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not if they shall say behold he is in the desert go not forth behold he is in the secret chambers believe it not they are false prophets and false Christs 21 again obedience is the duty of subjects that they direct all their diligence and effort to do and to leave undone what their overlords desire of them that they do not allow themselves to be torn or driven from this whatever another do Let no man think that he lives well or does good works, whether it be prayer or fasting, or by whatever name it may be called, if he does not earnestly and diligently exercise himself in this. But if it should happen, as it often does, that the temporal power and authorities, as they are called, should urge a subject to do contrary to the commandments of God, or hinder him from doing them, their obedience ends, and that duty is annulled. HERE A MAN MUST SAY, AS ST. PETER SAYS TO THE RULERS OF THE JEWS, WE OUGHT TO OBEY GOD RATHER THAN MEN. HE DID NOT SAY WE MUST NOT OBEY MEN, FOR THAT WOULD BE WRONG, BUT HE SAID GOD RATHER THAN MEN. THUS IF A PRINCE DESIRED TO GO TO WAR AND HIS CAUSE WAS MANIFESTLY UNRIGHTEOUS, WE SHOULD NOT FOLLOW NOR HELP HIM AT ALL, SINCE GOD HAS COMMANDED THAT WE SHALL NOT KILL OUR NEIGHBOR NOR DO HIM INJUSTICE likewise if he bade us bear false witness steal lie or deceive and the like here we ought rather give up goods honor body and life that god's commandments may stand end of section 30